0: Text from Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So far, the word. Be seated, please. In the name of Jesus, you who are not in your wages, but are In the gift of God in Christ Jesus. What's a fair wage? What's a fair wage? I was starting a summer internship before my last semester of college. The company I was going to intern with didn't routinely have interns, and so this came up as a matter of course just with my last meeting before starting the internship. Somebody with the employer said, Kyle, what would, be a, what would be a fair wage? So I had to think about what my time and what my knowledge base and what my effort might be worth to the company. And I knew what some of my other peers would maybe make at their internship. And I certainly knew what I would like to make. But I also had to take into thoughtful consideration what could I prove to be worth? Because I could say a nice high number, but what if if I couldn't be worth that? What if I couldn't earn what I said? A little over a year later, I was working in Colorado. I'd taken up work with a small business owner. And as it went, I worked with him day in and day out. And I was probably three weeks or so into my move and taking up work there we were going to have a full day on a Saturday. That was the nature of, of the work. And as we left the office, we made a pit stop. I was riding with him, so I just went where he went. We went right next door to where our storefront or our office was to Best Buy, and we just started walking through the aisles of Best Buy. We made our way back to the TVs. We weren't saying much. Again, I was just, I was just following along. And eventually, my employer, my boss, simply said, Kyle, which one of these can I get you? While we're looking at the TVs, which one of these can I get you? And I think I laughed. <laughs> Dave, I said, you, you don't have to do that. You're paying me. <laughs> to which he replied, I know. It's my gift to you my gift. This instance was entirely different, wasn't it? It was totally different than the scenario laid before me as I was sitting uh, in the chair before my internship when I was asked, what's a fair wage? What can you be worth? What can you earn? This was decidedly the other thing than that. I told him what I was worth and he was already paying it to me and he said, I know I don't care. This isn't about what you're worth. It's the opposite of that. It's a gift. And a gift is only a gift if it is not earned, if it is not deserved, and yet it is given anyway. You might say this is the twofold economy that God lays out in the scriptures wage, what is earned, what is deserved, what is rightful. And gift, that which is not earned, that which is undeserved and yet given. Paul lays it out just this simply. You could call this Bible Economy 101 if you want it. The wage for sin is death, but the gift from God is life. Now, death might seem like a pretty rough wage to be assigned or allocated to you and to me. Maybe we wouldn't say we're worth a million a year, but perhaps we would likely not say, oh, I know exactly what I'm worth, death. But in God's economy, we're not trying to prove our worth to an employer. We're not looking at ourselves and saying, can I be worth something, my efforts, my endeavor to this employer? We're not trying to um, show our worth to a customer. It's God's bar that must be met in this economy. It's God's standard. Jesus boils it down to love. He says, love me. Love God above all other things. Love your neighbor just like you love yourself. And anything short of this standard is not just disappointing to God. It's deadly. It has a wage and it's death. Our love of conveniences, of our creature comforts over and above God and what he requires of our honor and our love. Our love of our body, just the health and well-being of our body which we should care for, but when that love proves to be over and above the love of body and soul. Jesus says, "Don't fear the one who only t- takes the body. Fear the one who can take both body and soul." Our love and approval uh, our love of our approval with our friends even if that means our willingness to throw another friend's reputation under the bus so that we can maintain good standing. It's all short of God's bar. And the wage is not disappointment. It's death. But God is full of undeserved love. God loves to give gifts. Far more so and far better than my employer loved to give that gift to me. The Bible passage boils down the essence of God's gifting to one very particular gift. God's gift to you is life In Jesus, his son. God did not keep to himself his own son, but gave him, gifted him into death for you and for me. God's love for gift rather than wage was so strong that it had to be a worldwide gift. So it's reported in John 3, as you are probably familiar with, God so loved the world that he gave. He didn't wage to the world. He gave to the world his one and only son, that in that son they might have life, life in the midst of death. Dear fellow wage earners, death earners, and that is what we have earned and deserved, the gift is yours. The gift is yours. Jesus came only for death earners. That is precisely why his father did not keep him to himself, but gave him for you and for me. The gift is yours. And this gift news is good news. It means there is no lasting death for all who are in God's gift, in Jesus. And in his name, amen. We pray. God and Father, for our love of all things, not God, and for our many failures to love our neighbor, we have earned death. But in your undeserved love, you gift to us life in Jesus, your son. Give us faith that believes upon the gift for eternal life. Amen.